0: good morning morning. morning. welcome everybody to this the first sunday of worship without reservation let's give a big hoot out for that worship without reservation yeah We need to think about that a little bit more and explore what that all means, worship without reservation. We're glad that you're here, and we hope that you get the word out that reservations are no longer required to come to worship here. Masks, of course, still are. Only about a third of Sarasota County is vaccinated fully, so we want to help those who have not yet gotten to that point. So keep on wearing those masks. It's been a very big weekend for us here at Church of the Palms. We had a wonderful women's retreat yesterday, Be Still and Be Well. And uh, we had uh, over 50 women from all over the country actually here to uh, participate in various practices of wellness. And it was a great, great day. It's also been a great weekend because we've had the chance to introduce our new student FME Ministry Director, Connor Peters. Give a big round of applause to <laughs> Connor Peters. Yay. Connor is soon to finish uh, his training in youth ministry at Austin Presbyterian Theological Seminary. He and his wife, Megan will be moving to town in early June, and thanks to the generosity of one of our families, they have a place to live for the summer while they look for their own home. Counter has come to town graciously this weekend to spend time with our families. Yesterday, they had a great, I assume it was a great kayaking, and yep, excellent, good, and uh, barbecue, and that was great. And uh, today, he'll be with some of our students in family ministry, and then will be present as well at the dedication... Of our outdoor worship space, which is in the back of the Palm Center, we'll be dedicating that at 6.15 p.m. this evening. We would love to have you come and join us for that as we give thanks to God and for the work of Alex Mathias for his efforts to uh, allow us to have this beautiful outdoor space. So we'll be dedicating that. You'll see more information about Connor in the bulletin and on our website, including the fact that he has the spiritual gift of coffee roasting which makes him my new best friend and uh... he has promised me a pound of coffee every week so that's great so all this week we have uh... this weekend we've released another wonderful today service you can find that on our website youtube channel and facebook page a wonderful resource for your worship and reflection all week i had a chance to view it yesterday it is really beautiful and i invite you to do so uh, are you a storyteller, or are you a writer, or are you interested in world mission? Our Global Partners Committee is looking for someone who might feel the call in helping to tell the story of all these great partnerships we have around the world in Bulgaria, Iraq, Lebanon, Honduras, Amakali, right here in Sarasota. Sarah Sovaleski will be glad to talk to you, and just give her a call at the church office, and she will be glad to help you find out if this is a ministry that fits for you. On May the 10th, Monday, May the 10th at 6 p.m., we'll be discussing Jamar Tisby's great book, How to Fight Racism. We'll be joined in our discussion by Reverend Kelvin Lumpkin from Light of the World Church, our sister congregation and also members of that church. You can register on our website for this Zoom call discussion again, Monday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Reverend Brown, would you please come up here for a momento? You all know that Mengi has been on our staff for eight-plus years, and we all agree what an amazing eight years it has been in watching Mengi build and encourage and inspire an amazing congregational ministry, including deacons and grief support and visitation and home communion and hospital calling and Stephen ministry and small groups and blah, 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 blah. She makes me tired every time I see her. Many of you know that years ago, the session adopted a sabbatical policy to give your pastors a chance to enjoy a Sabbath season of rest and restoration. It is our way of keeping our pastors going strong and staying here long. I took mine about five years ago and was a great blessing. Well, last year was supposed to be Minky's sabbatical year, but then this little thing called COVID slipped in. And so she delayed it a year so that she could respond to the needs that we had in transitioning our ministry. But now she gets to go, and she begins at the end of this week and will be returning on August the 16th. And we intend this to be, for her, a very real sabbatical, which means that she does not get to play pastor for the next 15 weeks. She takes off that hat, and none of us gets to put it back on to her. We have three pastors still here to take care of everybody, and we are delighted that she will be free to dabble in all the things that she desires including all that which feeds her body mind and spirit she's even going to work on some liturgical resources for the church and you may be tempted to call her email her text her stop by the house you may want her to stop and see you in the hospital or perhaps attend to the death of a loved one but all these things we are asking Mingi not to do this is her time to think about things other than Church of the Palms and we give her full permission to not be Reverend Brown for this spirit and season of Sabbath. We, Pastors Mingi, will know that we've got big shoes to fill, and yet we are so excited that you are doing what the church is asking you to do, which is to rest and relax. And to that end, allow me, on your behalf, to pray for our dear sister. Usually we'd probably put her down here and we'd all gather and put our hands upon her, but COVID doesn't allow us to do that, so we'll pray for her from a distance. So let's pray. Gracious God, you thought rest important enough that you rested on the seventh day of creation and you commanded us to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. So we rejoice with our sister in Christ and celebrate this sabbatical season for her that she so richly deserves. And we pray that you will bring your spirit upon her in these months that she might be restored and recreated for the journey ahead. Bless her with insight and sleep and fun and food and laughter and not having to go to staff meetings and reading books she most wants to read and swimming and watching movies and gardening and painting and traveling allow her mind and heart to grow and grow and grow fill her cup that it might overflow with joy and cascade back into our lives here at cop all this we pray in jesus name amen would you Give Mengi a wonderful send-off in and all and her season. Bless you, dear sister. Bless you, bless you. It's my pleasure also to introduce to you our newest family here at Church of the Palms. These good folks have met with Dr. Brown over the last couple weeks, learned about life here, have decided to reaffirm their faith and join our mission to love God and love neighbor. So welcome to the Metz family. Patty and Joe, and their two wonderful sons. They actually have a second son who they just born into the world, Noah and Elijah, their new one. They are new also to Sarasota, and we are glad they found us. And while Dr. Brown is gone, we would like to invite you, you, if you would like to learn more about membership here, to contact Lori Haas, and she would be glad to arrange for one of the pastors to meet with you and receive you into membership and last week in commemoration of birthday we showed you a little video giving thanks for the beautiful 200 plus year old oak tree in our courtyard but we didn't have time to rejoice in the beauty of the rest of our campus so welcome to part two put together by our talented Matt Liddell.
1: I think stewardship is one of the most important things that we're called to do as um, God's children, not even just Christians, right? Because this goes back to the very beginning of creation when God asks us, maybe commands us even, to care for, have dominion over, but to care for all of God's creation. Oliver Sacks wrote, I cannot say exactly how nature exerts its calming and organizing effects on our brains. In many cases, Gardens and nature are more powerful than any medication. I know that when I'm in nature, there's a part of me that comes alive, um, that doesn't come alive in any other way. And I know that something comes from God, and I think it instills in me at least, this um, energy to want to take care of more and more of god's creation and i want to do that because i'm a child of god and because god created the world and god said hey Lori, i want you to take care of it You know, I think we are like so blessed because our courtyard is one of the most beautiful that I've ever seen. Just to step onto this campus, to have the beautiful memorial wall behind, and of course the tree um, is just amazing, but the shade and the grass, and we have this beautiful space behind the Palm Center. And right now it's mostly a wide open field. Um, We have an outdoor worship space, and we've got a fire pit and there's a Gaga ball pit. But there are hopes and dreams of creating things at that space that help more and more people experience God. We talk about having a walking trail someday, so walking and talking in fellowship, praying, meditating. I believe that nature calls to something in us that is very deep, and I think you know that calling comes from God, and that because the calling comes from God, we are... Um, We have a responsibility. Uh, I think that's the main thing, is that we have a responsibility to care for this great gift that God gave us.
2: Please stand with us. Forever. For His good, He is above all things. His love endures forever. Same praise, sing thing With Same thing. money and outstretched arm, His love endures forever. For the life, it's been reborn. once see holy is the lord
1: You can have a seat. Hey, Paul. Welcome back. And Eddie, nice to have you. Eddie was out at the Sunrise Service playing for us. It's fun that you're back. And we have some people here who um, were at the um, women's retreat yesterday. And we did this thing early on, this Revelation Wellness, where they gave you drumsticks And it is so fun because you're jamming out on music and you're like doing high and then you're doing low and then they trick you because now like I can't walk and it really hurts. But it was a trick, Um, but it was so great. So we're going to do one again and we just can't encourage you enough to join in. We are at this point in our service where we get to worship God with our tithes and our offering. Of course, there are lots and lots of ways to give, but if you are here in person, there are also baskets on each of the tables as you leave. So thank you for partnering with us as we live into that mission statement of loving God and loving neighbor. So I'd like to invite my mic runners to come up right beside me here on both either side. Um, if we have prayer concerns or joys to lift up, They will come and give you the microphone, and then they will wipe it off so it's nice and sanitized. Um, And there's something else. Oh, you guys, come on a little closer, because these guys are waving to me, and then they can't see you when we're recording. Thank you. I got that.
2: Touchdown.
1: All right. Great. And so introduce yourselves, please.
0: Uh, Hello. My name is Alexander Vafayas. I'm a junior at Sarasota Military Academy.
1: And Alexander... Is the Eagle Boy Scout who created that outdoor worship space that we're de- dedicating tonight? Follow that. <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and my name is Ethan Howell. I'm one of the leaders with the youth group.
1: Nice. Great. Oh, wow. You. I guess I it's like a sympathy clap, yeah, though, I think, kind cool. of, really. <laughs> <laughs> So, how can we be praying on this day? Raise your hand if there's something you would like to offer up in um, joy or concern that your faith family would love to be praying for you. I would just ask for prayers for my nephew, Devin. He's been having some... um mental health issues and some physical manifestations of that and a little overwhelming for his parents and those that love him to know where to go for information and how to keep him safe and um, so his name is Devin. So oh, thank, for Devin. You. thank you. Thanks Sarah. So as we are remembering Devin this week, Um, thinking about our students and adults who deal with mental illness and and hoping that they can get the help that they need. Um, Thank you for lifting that up. Anything else that we can be praying for today? And just a reminder, there are cards in the back. If you prefer to write it down and not say it aloud, Um,
3: we'll be praying for you during the week. Uh, not just today, but please pray for the people of Myanmar, so peace may return to the land.:
1: Oh thanks, Mingy Mingy's hometown, and um, Sue's been lifting up Myanmar every week when you haven't been over here, that you've been over there, so um, thank you. We will be praying for that. And, and peace throughout the land, throughout the countries, and for your particular, for your family and those that they love Thank you..
3: It's
1: all over. Good Lord, we will pray that everyone in Mingy's family is still alive when it's all over. Thank you. Makes it, it brings it right home and personal, doesn't it? So often things that are happening over there Mm -hmm. and then it's right here. Thank you. Anything else? Going once going twice. All right. So we are going to have just a little bit of silence so we can do a prayer of confession. And you guys can stay up here or you can sit down, either one. It's all good. So good. Thanks. So we'll do a little bit of silence and then I'm going to close us in prayer. And we know that God heard all of those prayers that we just lifted up and we give those to God. And we give to God all the other things we might be holding in our heart So let's go now in silence and confess to God just between you and God. Let us pray. Creator God, as we are made in your image... We give you thanks for the seed of creativity you planted with each one of us. Grant us, we pray, the capacity to appreciate creativity where we don't always notice it, the clean lines of the sculpture, the complexity of the concerto, the beauty of the poet's words. Help us to notice the flowers in bloom, the bird's song, the gentle breeze, Help us to pause to give you thanks. Forgive us, gracious God, for those times when we have squandered with aimless disregard our capacity to create and to care, and for those times we have used our creativity as a force for destruction and breaking down rather than restoration and building up. Help us truly to live in appreciative awe of the creativity that you have planted within and among us. Give us the patience and courage to nourish that creativity, the strength and persistence to express it, and the space and time to enjoy it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And friends, we know that the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Friends, in the name of Jesus, you are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen.
3: As I'm going up to the pulpit, I'd like to thank Pastor Lori for once. The liturgical color is correct. It's all white for resurrection, white flower, white tablecloth, so let's give her hands. We are still in the season of Easter, so I'll be leaving you in the season of Easter and coming back in the ordinary time when everything is green. For today's scripture, the first one comes from the 24th Psalm, Psalm 24, verses one through six. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. For he has founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false and do not swear deceitfully. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God of their salvation such is the company of those who seek him who seek the face of the God of Jacob our second reading comes from Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 through 9 Philippians 4 4 to 9 the Apostle Paul said rejoice in the Lord always again I will say rejoice let your gentleness be known to everyone the Lord is near If there is any excellence in there, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our small groups have been studying scriptures about gentleness, the fruit of the spirit. Gentleness, one of the fruits of the spirit, has been our focus on in all of April. One of the most profound passages on the gentleness is found in the Apostle Paul's letter to the Philippians just, I just read. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. I have come to think that there is a profound connection between power and gentleness. Gentleness is having power, yet choosing to be kind and life-giving. A few years ago, when we lived in Houston, Texas, my friend Susan came to visit me. One morning, we found a little gecko in my kitchen, and I brought a tool to kill it. And my friend Susan said to me, put away your weapon and bring your soft broom. So painstakingly, for about half an hour, she was ushering this little gecko all the way back to the outside. And I said to her, why did you do that? She said, because I can because I can save the little gecko's life. Anytime you have a chance to save a life, do it, don't kill it. Well, so being me, I said, that gecko didn't belong in my kitchen. And so Susan said, of course not. The little guy was probably scared and missing and looking for his family. I was very humbled. She gave me that a second time a little short um, lecture anytime I have a chance to save a life, that I should. After being an absent for four years or so, Will and I returned to Louisville, Kentucky, for a time. I had been in Louisville as an associate pastor for about ten years. Previously, one of my best friends there was Ruth. Ruth was a native of Louisville, Kentucky, and he she had. Generations of her families have been living there. When Ruth and I got to see each other again, she gave me a long hug and said, welcome home to the soil, Mingy. I was deeply moved for Ruth. I was now a native of Kentucky soil. No matter where I went in Ruth's Kentucky, I would be at home. With her gentle words of welcome, Ruth was saying that I belong with her in Kentucky, and I have a right to all that the Kentucky has to offer. Ruth's welcome of me was an act of gentleness, a native of Kentucky welcoming an outsider to be a person of the soil. It so happened that the next year, Will and I were made Kentucky colonels by the governor at the request of the church Will was serving in South Frankfort. It certainly was a great honor like like Ruth's welcome. I hear the same understanding of the gentle goodness of home soil in Psalm 24, where the psalmist said, the earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. The land is to be cherished and loved. Part of what makes us feel welcome in God's world is the goodness of the soil in which God places us. And I hear that goodness in Genesis chapter 1, verse 10, where God looks at the newly created land and pronounced that it was good. For me, Ruth's words of welcome home to the soil remind me of how the apostle Paul says to the Corinthians, I mean, Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord always. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. He didn't say this to certain some group of people. He said to everyone, the Lord is near. Paul told them not to worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving to let their request be made known to God. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, he said. The Apostle Paul's message to the Philippians is the same message to us here and now. We are in different kinds of crisis and struggles in different parts of the world, but the message is the same. We are urged to, t- to trust God, to know that God is always near, to remember to give thanks to God to make our requests be known to God in prayer and to let our gentleness be known to everyone. Worrying does not bring any good to anyone, but we are to have faith in the power, we are to have faith in the powerful and gentle God. In Matthew 6, verses 25 to 29, Jesus said, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear? Is it not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any one of you worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither sow nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. In Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23, the apostle Paul talks of amazing variety of fruits of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, generosity, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It is not that we should practice just one of the fruits of the Spirit. God has given all of us, all of them, to practice. Ruth's welcome of me home to the soil made a gentle welcome for me in Kentucky. Similarly, Paul helps the church welcome people of widely different backgrounds to one another church, at one church home. Paul helps us welcome others in the name of Jesus Christ to the soil of a common congregation. Remember that in Philippians 4, Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. For Paul, everyone means literally everyone. In Galatians chapter three, verse 28, he tells us there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, but one in Christ Jesus. We are called to the soil of being unified one community, created by one God, made into one people, in the name of one Jesus Christ, for good and oneness of the world that God has created so lovingly. We're not to be anxious for the work is God's, the message is God's, and the spirit is God's. Before ending today's sermon, I would like to get a little personal and ask for your gentleness towards me this summer. As Pastor Steve mentioned, I will be gone on sabbatical from May 1st through August 15. I will most likely be seen f- physically uh, here and there in town as it is not so easy to be traveling in this uh, pandemic. I will not be doing my normal work in this time and will not be responsive to pastoral calls. I will love you all the same and I ask for your forgiveness in advance. All of this is a part of the gift of this congregation, Church of the Palms gentleness for me. I will be doing a lot of reading and studying and resting, relaxing, watching movies as I was telling the young population here earlier, I may be in pajamas until 2 p.m. most days and I will, I will read, research, and write for 52 Sundays or so a year's worth of liturgical resources. My plan is to return to you at the end of all of that, spiritually refreshed, physically rested, and feeling new joy in serving you and serving God and God's people with you, with energy, intelligence, imagination, and love. I thank you for this sabbatical gift. One of my favorite Taizé chants since 1985 came from this Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 9 passage. It goes like this. In the Lord, I'll be always thankful. In the Lord, I will rejoice. Look to God, do not be afraid. Lift up your voices, the Lord is near. Lift up your voices, the Lord is near. Knowing the Lord is near is a great encouragement for practicing gentleness. My friend Ruth has found a new home beyond life in Kentucky as she has gone home to God. Still, when God calls me home to heaven, I expect to see Ruth and hear her saying, welcome home to the soil, Mingi, welcome home to the soil. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God, for welcoming us home wherever you are. We pray that you will continue to help us to be gentle to ourselves and to practice gentleness your gentleness that we have inherited as the fruit of the Spirit to everyone every day of our lives. Thank you for loving us. Teach us to love one another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Believe. This Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert
3: Now I'd like to charge you to go in peace. Let your gentleness be known to everyone every day in your life. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you now and always. Amen.